Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits, drive through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad? Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. I'm so grateful and excited that you are here with me another week. We're in the month of May. We're in the middle of it. We are looking forward to some nice spring, summer weather coming up, hopefully wherever that you are. And I wanted to do this episode today about confidence because I think it's something that we all as women, as busy moms, are struggling with. I know I struggle with it and I still struggle with it. I've struggled with it in the past, even worse, um, with just issues of, you know, feeling not confident and trying to gain confidence and not really knowing where to go for that boost of confidence that I needed to kind of get me through. Um, but I have learned some tips along the way. Not perfect. No stretch of the imagination. Um, as I will often tell you, I am learning. I am with you with all of this stuff. But there's definitely parts of my life where I've definitely been um, you know, struggling, just keeping it real with you, struggling when I was heavier, um, really struggling with it. I'm only five foot tall and weighing what I was weighing, it made me feel not great about myself whatsoever. And I know some of you out there may be struggling with this. So I wanted to first and foremost tell you that, you know, you can move past this. Confidence is kind of like a muscle, I feel. It's something that has to be worked on and it has to be something that you kind of hone in and say, you know what, this is kind of where I'm struggling. But I believe that we can work on it and we can make ourselves feel more and more confident each and every day. It's not something that comes easy to a lot of us, but I truly believe that it is something that if you work on can get better and it's going to make you a better wife, a better mom, a better you in its entirety. So here are my nine tips, tricks, whatever you want to call them that I have been using and that I feel that you might be able to use if maybe gaining weight from having babies, maybe just gaining weight from the pandemic, maybe just gaining weight because life, right? Um, If you started to lose your confidence from gaining some weight and you start really feeling uncomfortable and you start getting down on yourself, you know, through the years, the months, however long it has been, I think this episode will be give you some really good pointers and some help. Um, and the total disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a therapist, I'm not any of those things, but I'm a busy working mom, struggling every day, just like everyone else. And here are some things that I have used to kind of refocus, gain some confidence back and work on myself every single day to become a better me and to feel good, honestly, to feel better in my own skin than I ever have in my entire life. So number one thing that I think is helpful to do is really sit with your thoughts and ask yourself why you're not feeling confident. Now, I know that seems like Captain Obvious, 
But really sit and ask yourself, is it because you've gained weight? Is it because maybe you don't feel attractive for your spouse anymore? Is it because you feel just bummed out that you don't have the energy you used to have to play with your kids? Is it all of these things, like anything that can revolve around confidence? Sit with your thoughts and ask yourself, Write down a hundred things if it takes a hundred things, but write down all the reasons why you think you're struggling right now with your confidence. Um, it could be so many different things. Maybe it's that you've seen a number on the scale that you never thought you've seen. Maybe it's because you're in a new pant size you have never thought you've seen. Maybe it's a job. Maybe you're not getting a job that you want. Maybe it's a parent issue. Maybe it's a husband issue. Maybe it's all these. It could be so many different things. I mean, just write the laundry list of things that you're, you think are affecting you feeling like a confident, strong woman, mom, wife, all of those things. Write down the list because I think getting it out there on a piece of paper can somehow ease the mind too, but just write down all the things that you think you're struggling with that are affecting you feeling confident on a daily basis. That is step number one. Step number two, honestly, is taking that list and sitting with your why. Why do you want to get healthy? Why do you think you're struggling? What is their connection? Where are the connections between your bigger why in life? Why you do everything you do? Why you want to be a better mom? Why you want to feel more confident? Why all these things? And really try to sit and build some lines between why you think you might be struggling with your confidence and your bigger why in life and why you might want to work on your confidence. What are the reasons why you want to feel good about yourself? What are the reasons that you want to wake up every day and be a great mom and be a good wife and feel great in your skin? What are the reasons behind that? What else would be your life be impacted? How much more in a positive way? How many more positive things could you have or could be in your future if you felt more confident? Write all these things down. They It sounds so silly, but having them all in our heads, a big mumbo jumbo, it just feels good to get them out and put them in some type of order. Maybe draw some lines of connection that you can find within the things that you're writing down. And they're going to be different for everybody. I mean, they really are. I mean, gaining weight could be one of those things. And I think for a lot of people, at least from me personally, that's when I started to lose a lot of my confidence, when I started to not feel comfortable in my skin, when I started not to feel good in my clothes. I just feel like when I was presenting myself, I just felt like not not great. And I don't know other way to explain. It. I just felt like not great about myself, kind of down. Um, so if that's you and you're in that position, I think there's a lot of things like, is it the number on the scale? Is it that you're crashing at two o'clock in the afternoon and you have no energy and you don't know why? Is it that you feel like you have no time to give to yourself? You have no time to work out. You have no time to even worry about what you put in your face, all of these different things. And focusing on your bigger why, why are you worried about your confidence? What kinds of things does that affect? Does it affect um, you know, your patience with your children, your patience with your spouse, you know, your relationship with your spouse. If you don't feel good about yourself, you know, you kind of, I know for me, like a personal experience, if I'm feeling down and not confident about myself, I'm easily triggered by my husband. And we are constantly in arguments when I'm not feeling down, when I'm not feeling good about myself or I have done something to let myself down. I get mad at myself, but I project it onto other people. And I think that's a very common thing that we do. And it's hard to admit, right, that you basically are doing this. You are blaming other people for your own mess ups. Um, you know, something, for instance, I do is that if I don't wake up at 5 a.m. to work out, I automatically have like this attitude about me. And it's something that I'm working on because I know it's nobody else's fault. I made that choice, right? I didn't hold myself accountable to get up and work out or do whatever I needed to do at 5 a.m. Um, so, you know, being angry towards somebody else in my family really isn't helpful. It's not productive. Um, but it's just something that we do sometimes when we're feeling bad about ourselves. It's easy to kind of 
become attack mode on other people just because it's human nature, I think. I think it's something that we struggle with, too, you know, every day as women, just trying to hold it all together, right? It's hard. So that was number one and two, you know, sit with your why. The reasons why you don't feel confident is number one. Number two is sit with your bigger why and trying to draw some connections that you can make, you know, something that you can remind yourself every day why you want to get healthy, why you want to feel confident, why you want to just feel good and why you don't want to crash in the afternoon. All these things, just write them down. Number three, and I've kind of dabbled into this a little bit a couple seconds ago, but are you, and this is going to be tough. Like this is a tough one, ladies. I'm not like I can't sugarcoat it because I can't sugarcoat it for myself. So I have to just keep it real with you guys. And it's, are you making excuses? Are you making excuses? And there's, they're getting in your way of getting you where you want to be. And then you're filled with anger and resentment towards other people. And this is a tough one. But if you're looking to gain confidence, maybe it is that you want to lose weight. Maybe it's that you want to fit into different pant size. Maybe you just want to feel better. You want to get healthy. You're sick and tired of this. Are you making excuses and then pointing fingers at others? Are you blaming others? Are you not holding yourself accountable? You know, really sit with that too and ask yourself and be honest. And it's hard, right? It's hard to look at yourself in the face and admit that you have been making the excuses that you you have no one else to blame but yourself. I have done this so many times through the years, but I'm at the point in my life where I hold myself to the utmost accountability each and every day. And I know that when I make a mistake, it is my fault. Or if I fall on my face and I stuff my face with six cupcakes, which I've done, I did it. And that's a decision that I made and it's no one else's fault. And it is something that you have to work through. And I have, you know, slip ups too, where I start like getting all angry at my husband, like I did a couple weeks ago. But really, really, really asking yourself, am I making excuses or is this kind of where I'm at in my life? Because I would be willing to bet you're probably making excuses for something as to why you feel down, whether it's you promised yourself you were going to work out and you didn't, whether it's you told yourself you were going to get healthy this year and it's May and you said in January and you didn't do it, whatever it is, we do do that. My number first episode is how I've made excuses my entire life. And ultimately this podcast was delayed about three years because I was too busy making excuses to do anything. And, you know, I've been doing this podcast for a while. I'm far from perfect. I am learning something every day and I strive to be better, but it's, it's still scary, right? Putting myself out there and I can still sit here today and make excuses as to why I shouldn't do it. You know, and I can make excuses as to why I shouldn't eat good and why I shouldn't be working out or why I shouldn't do all of these things. But ultimately, they're all going to affect my confidence every single day. When I make promises to myself and I do not keep them, that is when I start feeling less and less confident and less and less good about myself. So if you make promises to yourself, keep them. Who else is more important than keeping a promise to yourself, right? Keep it to yourself because it really does catapult that entire feeling of confidence that you can carry with you each and every day and feel better about everything. Be a better wife, be a better mom, be a better worker, an employee, friend, all those things. When you keep promises to yourself, that's the core of where things start. I mean, that's what I believe. And I know for me that holds true. When I'm really busy at keeping the promises that I've made to myself, my confidence is so much higher. I feel so much better about myself and all of those things start to fall into place. So that is number three, really sit. And this is probably the toughest one, but ask yourself, are you busy making excuses? Really? All right. Number four, have you taken time for yourself? And again, as a busy working mom, this can seem super impossible. When the heck are you going to take time for yourself? But really ask yourself, when is the last time you've taken any time for yourself? And chances are it's been a long time. 
And I'm not talking about going to the grocery store, right? That is not taking time for yourself. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when have you just sat and read a book with a glass of wine and really checked out, right? When have you taken taken a bath? When have you gotten a pedicure? When have you gotten a massage? When have you really checked out and sat with yourself, sat with your thoughts and taken some time for yourself? If it's been too long, do it because those little tiny things that you're doing to work on yourself will boost your confidence, will make you feel good, will make you feel like, oh, I do deserve to take some time for myself, you know, and it's so easy to take no time for yourself because you're so busy pouring into everyone else in your life and you back burner yourself. But we can't do that. We cannot do that anymore. It's so important to take time for yourself so that you can feel good and that you can, you know, just put yourself in that really good mental space and maybe even take some time for yourself to sit down with your thoughts and your why and reasons why you don't feel confident right now and getting them out. Maybe it's taking time to meditate, all of these things. But really ask yourself and focus on scheduling some time for yourself is going to be a huge confidence boost. All right, number five. And this is something that I'm like so vested in for myself, and that's my mental health. And I see a therapist. I think everybody should see a therapist, a social worker, a counselor, somebody at your church, somebody that you can go to that can simply be a guide for you, be listening ears, you know, create that safe space where you can go and speak freely about things that are going on in your life. I'm not talking about a mom or a sister or a friend. I'm talking about someone outside of your inner circle that doesn't know you that well, that you can go to for some help, whether it's just to be that listening ear or whether it's maybe to get some more care, whatever it may be, focusing on our mental health is so important. I cannot even stress that enough. I am going to be such an advocate for that for the rest of my life because I know what it's done for me and I'm still working on it. I still see a therapist I have for years, years and years off and on, more steadily recently, but it is something that I feel so strongly about that so many people just brush aside that, you know, things even as silly as saying like you're fine when someone asks you if you're fine and you're not fine, you know, really taking stock in how you feel, asking yourself, how am I doing? Am I doing shitty or am I doing fine or am I doing great? You know, what is it? Kind of giving yourself a a scale from one to 10 and evaluating your mental health and saying like, where am I today? Could I use some additional help? Is it possible that I could become more confident when I work on myself? Maybe I do need some outside support for that. So really taking a check and a pulse on your mental health, I think is so important. And just being vulnerable enough to say, I need the help. I need to, you know, find somebody that specializes in whatever the struggle I'm going through. Just that alone can be a real confidence boost because you kind of feel relief. You feel like relief, like you're you're going to get help. You have, you can like have somebody help you. You have the support. You're going in a different direction now. You've acknowledged that there was a problem and you're going to go seek out some support with your mental health. I just think that it's tremendous to do that. And it's such a confidence boost and it can really help with so many other issues that you're having in your life. So that's number five, mental health. Number six, are you fueling your body to feel good, right? So when it comes to like losing weight and confidence, I think a lot of it, and I know for me, comes from if I eat something quote unquote bad, I start immediately feeling bad about myself. I associate how I feel 
with how good or bad I ate. And that's not healthy. So there are no bad foods. There are no good foods. It's just kind of like, what are you doing? What are you putting in your body to fuel yourself? And it's either helping you or it's making you feel bad, right? So really taking stock in the ways that you're fueling your body and asking yourself, am I fueling my body to even feel good and confident right now? Because if you're not, there's definitely some changes that can be made. And there's some other episodes about that. And I will take a deeper dive into nutrition in the upcoming episodes. But really asking yourself, is eating Cheetos supporting you feeling more confident? Is eating cake for lunch supporting you feeling more confident? Is eating that Ben and Jerry's tub at the end of the night making you feel more confident? Or is it making you feel shitty about yourself? I know for me, even if I eat the Ben and Jerry's, I might feel good for five minutes, but then I automatically start feeling shitty about myself. And it's like, why did I do that? Why am I? It's like this vicious circle, right? And we have to ask ourselves every time we're feeding our body, we're either helping ourselves feel better because we know we're putting good nutritious food into our bodies and we're fueling ourselves to feel more confident and feel healthy, or we're putting garbage into our bodies. And we have to be conscious of what decision we're making there because I think that's a lot of the confidence comes from or not having confidence, lack of, I should say, comes from like when we start fueling ourselves poorly and we start feeling poorly about ourselves. Because the reality of it is most of us know that an apple might be good for you, but a bag of Cheetos is not, right? Like a lot of us know those things, but we really take stock in saying like, okay, what have I done today to actually make myself feel better, make myself feel confident, make myself feel strong? And a lot of times you're not really fueling your body to feel those ways. And you haven't even taken acknowledgement of that. So that's, I think, a big deal too. Number six, how are you fueling your body? Are you fueling it to feel good and confident or are you fueling it to feel crappy? All right, number seven. So if you are an avid exerciser, if you've been exercising for years, or maybe you haven't started exercising, I think something that we all do and something that I've done in the past, and I've gotten much better about this in the you know recent is looking at exercise as a way to gain more energy and a way to be healthy as opposed to looking at the exercise as a way to like burn calories and lose weight. I think when you flip that script, something changes and the exercise turns into like this amazing energy boost. And it does build confidence because as you gain, you know, speed with something, as you gain endurance with things, as you gain strength with things, those things build confidence. So when you start looking at it like, oh, I didn't just burn 90 calories, I just upped my speed on running. 0.10 second. I don't even know the, the running stuff, but whatever. If you get faster with something, if you get stronger with something, you have data to prove that you're improving, you're getting better, your health is improving, as opposed to looking at it like everything you do is burning some calories to help you get thinner. I think that that shift in mindset is a big deal. And when I started looking at exercise as a way to get healthier and stronger, everything kind of switched for me with exercise. And it really helped gain my confidence. And it gave me that big boost, you know, that I was looking for. Um, And again, sometimes I can slip back into that other thing and look at the calories and this and that. But, you know, I know for years when I was riding that exercise bike in my room through high school and college, it was really a calories thing for me. I was trying to burn the calories I ate. And you know what? It felt like it was never going to happen. And I just started like making myself sick and beating myself up because it was not working. So I just want to make sure that we're really looking at exercise as a way to get ourselves stronger, build more confidence, to get ultimately more healthy as opposed to using as the main source to lose weight. 
because I think it's a slippery slope with that. And it is going to affect your confidence if ultimately, you know, you're working out crazy, 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 burning all these calories and you're still not losing weight. It's another reason to just beat yourself up, right? And it's definitely not going to build confidence at that point. But I looking at exercise and then Maybe instead of five, ten, five pound dumbbells, you're able to squat 10 pounds next time or do a barbell curl, whatever that next step is. You have data to prove you've done that. You got stronger. You got faster. You just improved your endurance, whatever those things may be. But over time with exercise, that will happen. That will definitely happen for you. And it becomes this magical feeling of like, wow, I did that. That's a tremendous way to gain confidence in yourself. Um, so that's number seven. Looking at exercise as a way to improve your health and get stronger, build endurance, build speed, but not as a way to lose weight or burn calories. All right, number eight, and this may be, honestly, probably should have been number one, the biggest one here. And I know I get sucked into this. I'd be willing to bet if you're listening to this, you can relate. And that is, are you on social media scrolling other people's highlight reel? Now, there's nobody that's going to tell me now. Okay, here you are. You're probably scrolling Facebook, Instagram. Heck, you might not even be active on either one of those platforms anymore, but you're scrolling and you're seeing everyone else's beautiful pictures, their perfect children, their perfectly curated lives, and you're judging you're making yourself feel worse about yourself. You're basically looking at that and saying, I'm not doing that. I can't do that. I can't be that. I don't look like that. And you're beating yourself up internally. You may not even realize you're doing it. But I would implore you to limit social media, which I'm working really hard on this. I'm very close to like getting rid of the Facebook app on my phone because it is a time suck, number one. And number two, what good is coming from it, right? I mean, if I wanted to really see other people's kids and I want to see other people's lives, I could do that in five-minute spurts. I don't need to spend 30, you know, social media is literally the biggest time suck. You can be lost for like 30 minutes and not even realize 30 minutes went by. It is a real phenomenon. So you have to ask yourself, if you're on social media, if you're on Instagram, Facebook, all of these other things I don't even know about anymore because I'm getting too old, but if you're on those channels, are you using them to help yourself or are you using them to hurt yourself? Really ask yourself and really take stock in what you're looking at. Are you following accounts that are giving you positive thoughts? Are they showing you a realistic way to live? Are they, or are they giving you toxic stuff, right? Or are they only posting their perfect lives that just make you feel bad about yourself because a lot of it is that we're seeing everyone's highlight reel we're not seeing real life and it's one of those things that kind of drives me crazy and I wish I was better at social media I'm not really good at social media and I really need to get better but part of it is because I don't want to have an account that's perfect right I don't want to be that person I mean my brand is hot mess mom health I'm truly I truly live the hot mess mom life but it does feel weird to post that it really does feel out of the normal to post a messy life, even if that's what it is, because that's not what other people are posting. So that's something that I'm working on is building my confidence in that area to post my real life because I'm not perfect and this is reality, but it is it does feel weird because everything you look at on social media is this perfectly curated thing. So if you're following accounts that trigger you, if you're following accounts that make you feel worse about yourself, if you're following accounts that bring no positive things to your life, unfollow them, you know, or just turn off the apps, get them off your phone, stop scrolling endlessly. Um, Because that's something that I'm working on. I can 
probably think that almost every woman in America does this to some degree. And it does not help our confidence. It doesn't help us feel good about ourselves. It just makes us feel worse. And we get sucked into this vortex of like negativity in a way because it's just things that you aspire to do or be or want that may not happen for you. It may not look like that for you. It may not be as perfect to get there. You know, and these people don't have perfect lives, but what you see looks perfect. Um, so yeah, the social media part is a big one and it's gotten so much worse over the last couple of years, I think for a lot of us. Um, so that's number eight, you know, limit social media, really take stock in what you're looking at and watching and observing on social media, making sure that it's helping you and not destroying your confidence even further. And then number nine, have you told anyone that you're struggling with your confidence? And I mean, really told them, not like just joking matter, not in just a quick thing, but really sit with people that you know care about you and tell them, you know, this is what you're going through. Like maybe since you've had kids, you've gained some weight and you're just feeling less confident. If it's your spouse, you know, confide in them just so they can understand what you're dealing with or how you're feeling about yourself and that they can help lift you up, right? And they may be able to offer some resources to help you know, feel supported and build back your confidence. And I don't mean in a way like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. You're fine. You're fine. But a way that can like, like let them know what you need, like whatever it is, whether it's, you know, you need help with maybe food shopping to make better choices, whether you need to have some funds to go hire a health coach. Maybe you need some, maybe you're looking at your spouse to support you in getting a Peloton, whatever it is. Maybe it is like a job change or just help with parenting or whatever it is that you feel less confident in in your life. Telling the people that you know care about you can be a game changer because a lot of times we think people in our families are mind readers, but they're not. And I've fallen into that trap myself where, you know, I get mad at people because I think that they know, but they don't because I've never told them. And sometimes it's just sitting down and being real and raw with people and telling them what you need and how they can help you. And even if you don't know how they can help you, just being open and honest with them with something that you're struggling with and opening those doors of communication can be huge and really help get you to where you want to be. So there are my nine tips, tricks, things that I've used and thoughts that I've had around this confidence issue. But I feel like so many people are struggling with this. So if you have any tips for anybody else, if there's something that you've overcome in your life, please send send the information to me at hotmessmomhealth at gmail.com and we will get that out to everyone. Um, so just to give you guys a recap on my nine tips to build your confidence back, if you're struggling, maybe you've lost, maybe you've gained some weight after having kids or gained some weight due to some you know life issues and you've lost your confidence, here are the nine things that I think you can do to help gain that back. Number one, sit with your reasons why you don't feel confident and write them down. I mean all of them. I don't care how many there are, but write them down. Number two, sit down and write your bigger reason, write your why for everything in this life. Write your why, why you do everything. Is it your kids? Is it because you want to give them a bigger life than you had? Whatever it is, whether it's because you want to live this healthy lifestyle, whether it's because you want to get a new job, whether it's because maybe you're a single mom and you're looking for um, a husband, whatever it is, just write it down. Write all of those reasons why, why you do all of the things you do in your life, why you want to be more confident, why you want to get healthy, all of these things. Write down your bigger reasons why, whatever they are, and sit with them. That's number two. Number three, are you making excuses? Really sit with that. Write down, are you making excuses and what you're making excuses about? What are you doing to get in your own way of getting you to where you want to be? And be honest with yourself. Number four, 
ask yourself if you've taken any time for yourself. And I mean real undivided attention to yourself in whatever way you do that, where you can check out and sit with your thoughts and actually take time for you. And it doesn't require grocery shopping, ladies. Number five, check in on your mental health and really see if maybe seeking some outside support with that would be helpful. I think everyone can use a little... uh, assistance with that just to have that person to talk to but you know again I'm not a therapist not a doctor none of those things but just sit and check in with your own mental health number six are you fueling your body to feel good or are you fueling your body to feel bad so ask yourself those questions really sit with it and be honest with yourself number seven switching your mindset on exercise are you exercising to burn calories and lose weight Or are you exercising to get stronger, to get more endurance, to gain speed, switching your mindset to the, you know, gaining strength, endurance, speed, stronger, all those things can really help catapult the way you feel about yourself and how you feel about exercise and using that momentum and exercise to feel confident in general. Number eight, and this is the tough one, social media. Definitely limiting social media, taking stock in what account you're following and how they make you feel. Are they making you feel worse about yourself? Are they making you feel like you're not a good mom? You're not a good wife? You can't, you know, live up to standards. You can't exercise. You don't have time. Are are they making, are they bringing you further down a dark hole that you don't want to be and getting rid of them? Like taking those accounts off of your, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're on and following accounts that bring positivity. Follow accounts that are kind of show more a more realistic life. All right, and number nine, if you're struggling with confidence, have you told the people that care about you that you're struggling with this? Have you actually sat with them, had a raw, real conversation about how you're feeling and what you're struggling with? Because I bet if you told them, they'd be willing to help. They'd be willing to hold open arms and support you. And a lot of times as women, we just don't ask for the help. Sometimes it's really hard and it feels super vulnerable. But when we do those things, just that step alone can build confidence. Just having gotten through the point where you've actually opened up and told people can build confidence in itself. So a lot of information. I hope this helps somebody out there. I know that, you know, there are times in our lives where we struggle with our confidence more than others, but I'm here to tell you we can work on it. We can get better There are ways, there are things that we can do. No one deserves not to feel confident. I can tell you that. We all deserve to feel confident. And even if there's days where it maybe doesn't feel perfect, there most days you should feel like a confident, amazing person that you are. So again, I hope that this helps somebody. I would love to hear from you at hotmessmomhealth at gmail.com. And I will be here next week to chat with you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.